Because I was a little bit still on Hawaii time. It was like three. Oh, you're still on the island? And so then I didn't remember what bed I was in. Right, yeah. Where I lived and who was with me. Yeah. Hey, you know what? That is the life of a sleepwalker. So you got to experience my life a little bit. Because you're a sleepwalker. I'm a sleepwalker and oh, I get up and we I'm like, should also say, I'm Cameron Esposito. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I am Rhea Butcher. And that there are a bunch of great comics in back and they can hear you. And this is our last Put Your Hands Together of 2016. And the best s- year that has ever existed. What? Just, a, just a year that I hope goes forever. Let's just keep it going! Hey man, if we ever, if anybody ever invents a time machine, I'm going to use it to come back to now. <laughs> you know what? I want to be in this void between a terrible election and when the actual thing happens and he's the president. Just in this void right now where we're like, how bad is it really going to get? And then every day you hear, like, you see, like, a new person who's going to be involved in his, like, terrible machine he's building. Just, like, the worst Rube Goldberg machine. Only made of knives. This one's worse. Every single part of it homophobic. I can't believe it. This fucking, this is a killing thing. Trump's like, killing device. Yes, all of them. And you know how I feel about a reverse bear trap. I bring I know, it up on the show all the time. But did you, you guys know what a reverse treasury bear trap is when your head snaps open because the puppet oh, said damn. that you had to. <laughs> I've never seen the movie Saw. It's <laughs> but I think that's what it's about. A marionette, I believe. Is what? No, it's not. Is there strings? I just want to. I think he's just on a bicycle, sure. like Kermy. Remember when Kermy was in the bicycle? Everybody was like, yeah. holy shit, this is the height of technology. Yeah. And then we made Avatar, and everybody was like, no, this is the height of technology. No, I But then go back now to that's just Kermy the Cirque du Soleil show. Sure, yeah. So everybody's like, boo, that's from the yeah. past. We like a rival now. Mm-hmm. This is what my impression are you talking of. About? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mic is a little hot. Both of our mics are so, We're so loud. People are not going to like to listen We're to this. We're loud. It's, it's very like, loud. Oh my God. Can I ask you a question? Rhea. Rhea. Yes. Let's do play. Hang on. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hold this microphone. You, uh, Hold the microphone. 
Well, I can't, they can't see my reaction, but I'm going to give them my reaction as though I am Amy Adams seeing the heptapods for the first time. Thank you. That's a really amazing thing about that movie, Arrival, yeah. is the movie we're talking about. That there's is a it, woman in it? That's one part. That's one. She's white. <laughs> yeah, oh, well. Sorry. Can't win them all. Can't. Um, but you can we're win white. them all. You're, okay. You know, we're white as well. Yeah. So, boo. Shit. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, well, we were talking when about you Hawaii. think about Arrival, okay. do you ever think about, there's nobody there. Yeah, no, I know. Do you know what I mean? It's just two dots. She's... Going, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, those little guys, they don't exist. Whoa! She's like, wow. Yeah. But there's nobody there. It's so that's acting is what that is. <laughs> little map dots. Mm-hmm. Little dots you'd put on a map. She's like she crying. Oh my God. The Runner's future. Like, you know. <laughs> Ian walks. <laughs> Ian walks. Doesn't run. Mm-hmm. To a rival. Mm-hmm. Don't hurt yourself. It's a great film. Uh. <laughs> Don't get hurt. You want to see it. That's so funny and weird. <laughs> I've been waiting like we two were in weeks Hawaii. to try that joke. We were in Hawaii because it was our yeah. honeymoon. What is this? <laughs> New definition of hand-holding. Yeah. Well, well, you are holding it's my It's like hand. if you're one of those claw machines, and then uh-huh. I'm a claw machine, but the prize of my claw machine is, is a, a claw, claw machine. machine. Wow. <laughs> Worst prize. <laughs> also, wow, the geometry of that is blowing my mind. Yeah, you can't we'll get, get into just, that later. You try to pick it up and you're like, oh, dropped it, dropped again. Sorry, anyway. Um, claw shoes are weighted are and you can't really, anyway, it's, uh, it? I don't get it. Um, but what I'm trying so to say we, is we were in Hawaii because it was our honeymoon. Yeah. From Thanks. our marriage. <laughs> One year ago. And then we took our honeymoon one year later. One year ago yesterday yes. was our anniversary. Our one year anniversary. One year. We went to Hawaii and what was that like? Huh? <laughs> what was it like? It was great. It is great, yeah. It's a great place. I will say that is a beautiful place. Yeah, it's a beautiful It does feel like place we stole time. that place. Yeah, I think I think probably I think it feels that way. Because we did. Yeah. <laughs> when you go like, it's like, oh, oh shit. shit. This one too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, it's clearly stolen. Um, 100%. But we went to Maui mm-hmm. and Wowie. <laughs> Wowie? Um, well, what we did was you fly into the airport, then you can drive this one road. We did well, not take a ship. There's a road. There's a road that goes around Maui. Yeah. But Maui. You can't is, really go through it because there's so, a volcano. What? There's a volcano. And also, because the, the people are like, no, we're not even going to build a road all Why the way around. Why would we do that? So the road just goes this way. And then this way. It's kind of but like a it nose doesn't ring. go right here. <laughs> and if you get a car from Hertz, it gives you 
a map, and it circles that, and it says, there's no road here. <laughs> so don't, don't drive go this. here, because we can't, it will honestly, avoid we can't your provide coverage <laughs> for your car, because you'll be in a volcano, so you'll be fucked a little bit. And so, you know, you will not get your money back. Yeah, you can't get money back. <laughs> but um, you, there is a road that you can drive all along the edge of the island, and then it's just a rainforest cliff that is having a mudslide <laughs> into the road, and then there's a little and then also off of the road pushing device bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs> Great job! It gets the mud off the road. <laughs> An opposite claw machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then. If you go on the other side of the road, you know what's there? Big nothing. Big nothing. <laughs> fall down. Big fall down. Yeah. Yeah. Fall down in the ocean. Fall down into the Pacific Ocean. You can't get up then. You cannot. Either. And it will void your rental agreement. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't care that much. What do you mean? I don't You're care dead. That much. Oh, yeah. I so, you me specifically. Yeah. Well, you don't care that much. So, I'm very a little bit. <laughs> saying that all day very a little bit scared of heights it varies a little bit I'm a little bit scared of heights You're from a, the past yeah you were We, we when, was, when we were driving here we stopped at like a lookout that was I think you mean called, moving to Los Angeles moving to Los Angeles uh, in we a stopped car. at a lookout spot yes two cars in tandem with walkie talkies <laughs> that's how we drove here Go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> I'm listening. Okay. So we got to this thing, and it was a canyon, but it was very, it was pretty small. And also, canyons, like, you can stand not close to the edge and see the canyon, but this is how canyon, uh, Cameron, <laughs> this is how canyon <laughs> approached the Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know if that canyon's gonna suddenly move so fast it might forward. Shift, you know. Then you go, oh shit! And you might go, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was scared of a lot of stuff. But you've really, really worked on it. I worked on it every day. So much. Since we moved here. All I the time. walk up a mountain and I come back down it. Now I'm not so You're scared like anymore. You're a little guy on the price is right. But I will say, (laughs) but I will say that this road is completely insane. Yeah, it was. was It's a one lane. It's a one lane road with traffic that goes two directions. (laughs) So if you meet a car, one of you just has to pull over. to the edge of a cliff even more and then the other person drives around you and so I was like this is all you but <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was you did a great job I, thank you it was uh, difficult and terrifying at, at one point and we got an explorer which was I think a little bit too big but I made it work and we got to a turn like we were going around these turns and you honestly just drive like this because if you don't you can't like turn fast enough and you can't turn enough so I was actually driving like plus you got a little cocky plus I look really cool that's a <laughs> part of it was I watched you go like oh, and then just suddenly be like just get mine. really into it. I mean, I don't know who you were long. trying to impress. It was just me. <laughs> and I couldn't be more impressed by you. 
but there was a turn when we were driving to yeah. there. So we were on the interior lane on the way in and then the exterior lane on the way out. But this turn, and I had been making these wild turn, like all the way, like a windshield wiper turn the whole time. And then there's this turn where I go like, okay. Like I just kept turning, the, like it was a, I don't know, like a one degree angle, because it just went like all the way around. The car just went. Yeah, you have to like drive a, in a complete. Like a perfect U, like a tuning fork. Yeah, almost like the road around Maui. And it felt like it. Does anyone remember the video game, the stand-up arcade game uh, Off-Road? It was like playing that game. Like, because the, the trick to that game is just you're a tiny little truck and you're just going around like a loop thing and there's a lot of turns. Oh, is that the game? That's the game. That. Yes. And like the actual she way. She was telling me about this to play for that a game week. is to go. And I wasn't listening because I was eating so much pineapple. Like, that's I didn't the only care. Way to play. So then I was like driving in that Hawaii was fun. going like whoosh, 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 whoosh. It was crazy. Let me ask you. I always was the blue one. A follow up question. <laughs> Yeah, you did a great job driving. Um, I'm number one scared of heights. Mm -hmm. Your number one fear, we also achieved on this trip because your number one fear is... Drowning. To fall in the water and drown. Drown with my life going away. Yeah. And... (laughs) uh, Drown, but my life is preserved. It's almost worse. Um, And we went to a bunch of different secret beaches. Mm -hmm. How do we know about them? I do a lot of research. You. I do a lot of research. She likes to research. I did a lot of research. I had a whole book full of secret beaches that I looked up. Secret beach book. Drew a map and marked them. Hey, you know what? Did you ever know you're my hero? I get it. But I don't. They love don't. It. Yeah, that's they don't. Okay. They never seen the movie Beaches. We're talking they, about beaches. They just didn't. That's a theme song for beaches. We saw. Bette Midler sing that live. Yeah. Like about a month ago. Quite possibly the wildest thing I've ever seen. Do you know what's weird? Bette Midler doesn't cry when she sings (laughs) Wind Beneath My Wings. And I don't know how. Everybody was going like, you're kidding me! And she's like, straight up, I am not. And she just leads you on a journey. Because you know why? Because she is the wind beneath our wings. Yeah. And, and she's the also very good at cry. mic distance, you know? When you see somebody that's a very good singer, like Adele does this as well, when they go like, oh, 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 you know? It's fun to watch that. Um, but you went in a bunch of ocean. Yes, I did. And you were swimming around in a little yeah, yeah, yeah. freshwater waterfall pool. <laughs> in one of them, I was like, maybe I can do it. Because Cameron was like, this one, you can't touch the bottom here, but you get over, you can dog paddle. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And then I got into it, and then I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And was like, are you okay? I was like, I'm drowning. I mean, another amazing thing is that I absolutely used to be a lifeguard. Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever seen one 35-year-old woman with this haircut rescue another 35-year-old woman with that haircut who's also not currently drowning but just thinks they might. Dude, the water was... My face I know, but was it like wasn't this. in your mouth. You I'm, were just going, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm in my so, I, I apologize. No, but one of the rules of drowning... One of the rules of drowning is if you're like, I'm drowning! You are not drowning. You're, I know. <laughs> you can be like, I'm drowning! I am, I am oh drowning! 
anything, so I didn't I know. Can't, I can't hear you. I didn't know if she was or she wasn't. You, you've got she a bunch of water indicate. in your mouth. I can't. She only made glugging noises? I saw one big gug, bubble gug, come out. Two small bubbles, and then she was out of there. Just a I assume I was ditched. <laughs> no, um, Sorry. for sure. I, I was in a state of pre-drown. You, what happened was, you felt the water all around you, and you oh, went, I'm in the water! That's Are what you happened. Drone splaining me right now? <laughs> she is drone splaining me. I am drone no, 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 no. <laughs> You were not drowning. That terror you were feeling. <laughs> it was just you being That's dumb. not drowning. Do you know the definition of drowning, though? It's like water's getting in your lungs and you don't there you was can't breathe. Water in my mouth. <laughs> wasn't drowning, so that's why you helped me out. Well, because I love you and I didn't want you to be afraid. <laughs> I mean, that's very sweet, but you're still drown-splaining me a lot, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We have wow. so much to talk about. So many things. So, um... <laughs> on the way back from Hawaii. We watched Suicide Squad on the plane. Oh, God. <laughs> because Rhea was, uh, started watching I don't it. Know. I just, we were in next to each other's seats. And I wanted to know class, how bad it was. And, and that is something Rhea started watching. I am never going to act upon ever again. That's not a movie that you can sit next to your wife and she's watching it and you're watching what I wanted to watch, which was The Holiday. Peace. <laughs> Uh, which is like actually a very number one very much good movie and Rhea but she started watching this and I'm like well fuck now I gotta watch that or whatever and so then I we so then we did the thing that Rhea's very nice where she posit where she this is our this is kind of our MO on planes um I choose a movie Rhea chooses a movie I go pause your movies pause it pause it hang on then I reselect the movie Rhea has chosen I catch up to her and then we watch it together. And, and I ha- the whole time I have to sit like this and go. <laughs> and then I go, now, now. And she goes, it's too early. <laughs> <laughs> then we start the movie, then we watch it together. And I will say this about Suicide Squad. That is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I've seen, you know what? Because there are movies that I haven't fully watched that I think might be worse. Yeah. Uh, but that, but I watched the whole thing, mm-hmm. and that is the. I don't know what it was. What, what is it? Was that? It's just the whole thing is just. Do you want to meet characters? <laughs> do you want to meet different characters? Here's a bunch of them. Do you Here's like this guy? Class- oh, his head's blown off. <laughs> do Never you mind. like classic rock? And then 
one Eminem song. <laughs> but they play. Do you I like shopping never, at Spencer's? I have never seen a movie where in the fir- the first five minutes were just three full songs. Like, yeah, no yeah, dialogue. Yeah. They just went like, here's a song, and if that didn't pump you up, here's another one. Like, it's, it was like watching early MTV. They should have just, honestly, the first, like, Harley Quinn scene should have been like, she's got legs. Like, it should have been ZZ Top. No, it was basically that. What is the actual song? Who knows what it is? No one knows. No, it, somebody does. You don't own me. I know it. I'm the one that knows it. <laughs> uh, no, like that's a, and then you know also played to the you know through the whole song and then uh, it turns out up oh, he owns her, um, which is a really confusing message in that movie as well. And Jared Leto can just go to hell. What the sure. fuck? That will say that is a guy I am like actually did ruin my childhood. Biggest my so-called life fan. Biggest, yeah. Okay, but do you know the words to the theme song? And dance by the light of the moon. What? <laughs> is the sound that the production company yeah, that's logo the end was credits. underscored? Do you by. know the theme song? The lyrics to the theme song. Yeah, it goes like this. Go. What kind Go. of life is this? <laughs> Anyway. Mine! <laughs> Moving on. So called. <laughs> With Ricky and Rant! You know, there's a, they, all the characters come out and they say their names. Do you like characters? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that show. Obviously, great, great show. Um, and I really think we were fooled. I think we were sold a false uh, bill of sale. On Jared Leto. On Jared Leto, Pretty yeah. early. <laughs> and a couple other things. Because yeah. he's... I think he's good in that show. I don't know. I was no. a child. <laughs> he's just good looking. That's was it. it that I thought Claire Danes was beautiful? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I love this show. Yeah, and Rayanne was and cool. And I was like... And you're like, well, whatever they're into. She is cool, yeah. She's so cool. I was like, oh, she's so cool. And I'm like, Ricky! Um... <laughs> Um, and then the angel one, you know what I mean? Christmas episode. Yeah, Julianne Hatfield. Yeah, I know. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, then. <laughs> Wilson Cruz is very nice. Yeah, we got, I got to do stand-up for him one time. That was really fun. That's cool. And afterwards, uh-huh. I got to say, hey, thanks a lot, buddy. I shook his hand. Yeah. <laughs> he, had a, he was shaking my hand, too. I didn't just go... <laughs> Right at his belt. (laughs) Um, So, anyway, Jared Leto. uh, I'm never going to watch Dallas Buyers Club because I don't want to watch that movie. I don't want to watch that movie. It's also a bad movie. I don't want to watch that movie. I don't want to watch that movie. Not interested. Not interested in, like, a dude. Mm -hmm. Just, like, The script is also from, like, 1992. You know, like, yeah. Like, I'm just, like, I don't... Like the whole all way right, he all the right. What? That's you a great joke. It's Matthew McConaughey. Oh. <laughs> you didn't do it three times. That's I didn't get to it. Okay. Um, yeah. But he's terrible in Suicide Squad. Is all I'm trying to say. What's going on with his? Did his prosthetic teeth not fit in the end? Is that why Jared was talking like that? 
I mean, he was what like is he talking like? seconds away from being like, somebody stop me! <laughs> it was so bad. But he's serious. Yeah. <laughs> it's tongue rolled out. But he's out. like, this is the mosque, you know, and then he, you look at it and it's just a, dr- I didn't mean mosque. I forgot that's a word. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> shit. We had a 7 a.m. call time today. Yeah, welcome to five. That's not what you meant. I was using it in the dramatic... I th- fuck. I know what you meant. You were trying to be like a, thes- a fake thespian. I was trying you to said be you're a, a real lesbian. <laughs> um, Do you remember when people found out the w- about the word thespian? That was really funny in middle school for like a while. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it was really funny. That's one of the... That's one of the words where like I feel like a lot of comics today would talk about like how much they were called a thespian. Sometimes comics will get on stage and be like you guys wouldn't believe it. I got called gay so much in school but I am not gay at all. That's the punchline. And I go this is such a weird joke. I am gay. What is this joke? I don't know. Yeah. Were you going to mention that show before you start the show? Yes, is thank end? God. Because okay. yes. I think we should get the show started. What we do you should, think? Yes, you yes, yes, yes. Um, one thing I want to say is that Rhea and I are doing a special holiday show this special Thursday. Holiday at the show! the Wallace Annenberg Center, which is like a fancy place in Beverly Hills. And I don't know. <laughs> they told me to do it. They said, come, do it. And I said, of course. Okay. <laughs> So uh, I'm you a real thespian. Come to that. <laughs> You're already here, you know. Like, just go to that. Too. Just go to that too. Just stay out. Just stay out. <laughs> you don't have to go home. Just stay out. What is that? Three days? <laughs> two. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's only another forty-eight hours. It's just another forty-eight hours. Go to Cafe One Hundred One. Is that open twenty-four hours? <laughs> Anyway, um, it is now. <laughs> but what we've, I think what we've learned most of all is that Rhea didn't almost drown. And I don't know that if you say the word mask in a weird accent, you alienate Muslims. <laughs> yeah. So these are the things you might have that. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys feeling great? Do you want to introduce the first yeah, comic? Yeah, I'll do this yeah. first comic. Uh, first comic, friend of the show. Love it when he comes here. He's also a friend of ours. Yeah, old friend from of ours Chicago. from Chicago. And no, he no, has for a, very a long time. new record out on ASC Records, which is also Ryan McManaman's record label. Right up there in the booth. Uh, yeah. So please pick up Still Together. That's what, I almost said the wrong thing. Still Together by Mr. James Fritz. Give it up for James Fritz. <laughs> Music. Hey, what's up, everybody? I just want to say for the record, I was—I've been Team Krakow my whole life. So, yeah, we see who the real. I guess there's not that many my so-called life fans here. Um, he was the uh, Virgin Nerd. I was a uh, similar, and uh, I hated Jordan Catalano, and I hated Thirty Seconds to Grunt or Mars or whatever the fuck his shitty band was. Uh, 
I've hated every breath he's ever taken. Uh, all he does, he's the worst. And uh, for him to even get nominated for anything but being uh, thrown into an ocean, I'm against. Just wanted to state that. We have to be able, we have to, you know, we have to be honest now. We got about 37 days. I, I check every day. We got 37 days left. Uh, where we can still do this, uh, where we can, before we have to communicate like completely in a series of like pamphlets in alleys. And so let's enjoy it for now. Uh, it's a weird time to do comedy because like I go to shows because uh, I'm on them sometimes, but sometimes I just go. And uh, I just, ever since the election, I just like, as an audience member, I just want to scream like, I don't care about your love life anymore. You know, like nothing fucking matters. I, I don't, like, who gives a fuck? Like all the sex we're going to have in the future is like a quick blowjob in a bunker and then the, the beret goes back on and we get in the streets. Like that, <laughs> anything else seems completely irrelevant. I don't know, man. I've read eight billion articles trying to figure out what happened. Uh, I have no idea. All I know is, uh, hey, uh, crystals don't work. <laughs> figure that out, L.A. Um, might, uh, might need a liberal uh, guy from Kentucky who knows how to shoot a gun sometime soon. Uh, so I'm available. I'm, I'm starting a crystals for guns exchange program. <laughs> It is scary. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to reach the rust belt. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to. I guess we can make liberals cool again. It seems like, we're, like to them, the idea of a liberal is just like like some tech guy with glass. We need like. I feel. I feel like if we just like let people smoke in bars again, we would win the Midwest like tomorrow. You know, I think we pu pushed our hand on that one. And uh, pushed our hand. I don't think that's a phrase. But, <laughs> you know, words don't matter anymore, so I can just come up here and say whatever. That's all. Everything I just said is a fact. <laughs> but yeah, I'm from Kentucky originally, and uh, originally. <laughs> That is weird when people say that. Like, I was reborn here, though. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. A lot of the, a lot of the, you know, I don't want to lump all Trump supporters as racist, because uh, you know, just because you voted for a guy who wants to put every Muslim on a watch list, it doesn't. I don't want to label them a racist because it really hurts when you just like put all like people in one category and <laughs> but <laughs> a lot of the things I read like yeah they're upset about trade <laughs> yeah I remember that a lot growing up in the south people were always talking about trade <laughs> on the playgrounds just international trade policy all the time they'd be like, hey, look at that trade loving looking motherfucker over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going home uh, for Christmas because uh, it's the one time I go home so Jesus doesn't kill my mother. <laughs> and uh, I'll be gone for six days. 
which is a long time. Uh, hopefully I'll come back. I might get arrested for cow tipping a Trump supporter, but <laughs> <laughs> I dread it, man. But we're all Kentucky now, huh? <laughs> so good job, us. I don't know. <laughs> from a state that built a fucking ark from the Bible? <laughs> we built an ark. Uh, uh, just public housing going on. Just, there's, there's this giant construction. It's like, fuck you, homeless people. We have an ARC uh, built with taxpayer dollars. Uh, we are currently 47th in education. Um, so that's where I'm going back to. Uh, <laughs> and the fucked up thing is, I have no faith in good winning. Ever. And then, so I know these motherfuckers, like when, these are the same people who don't believe in global warming. And so when the floods, when the oceans rise and floods, flood me and all of our friends, these will be the only motherfuckers with a boat left. And so like the whole, and the history is written by the victors. So the whole history will be written by like 800 Kentuckians on a fucking ark with like NASCAR, NASCAR decals on, just screaming like, we won at the sun. So, you know, uh, donate to Planned Parenthood and uh, donate to the ACLU and like do annoying things like bake sales and like call senators. We have to be annoying and boring, but also protest and fuck the cops. Thank you, bye. James, you accidentally said NASCAL, and I felt like that was also appropriate. Because, <laughs> like, that's all they'll be like, yeah, that's my cow! I'm rooting for that cow. You see the stickers on that cow? I love that cow. God, I wish we were still making t-shirts. I'd wear a t-shirt of that cow. Oh, that cow just gets me. But I really want to eat that cow. God, I love NASCAL. <laughs> NASCAR reminds me of my daddy. Oh, anyway. <laughs> also, I don't think they want to write anything about it because they're like, I ain't writing shit. <laughs> Writing's for losers. And they are already done laws, so. Go NASCAR! Woo! DuPont. Okay. <laughs> Oh, God, I hate NASCAR so much. It is just, God. I also get NASCAR, because it's like you're into something, but, like, it just goes around in a circle, and there's no athleticism to it. It's something we all do every day. Wow, did I lose you guys on NASCAR? Are you like, look, we're trying to hear both sides here, so... I do not want to hear both sides. I've heard both sides. It's called having a single white divorced dad for 34 years. I've heard the other side. I know what's up. All right, so you guys want to keep the show going? I got really into NASCAL for a while there. I feel like I could maybe pitch that to my fellow vegetarians and vegans. <laughs> Woo, go cows. Okay. We are so excited to have this comic on our show because we love him so much. And you might uh, like his podcast, The Todd Glass Show. Please welcome Todd Glass! 
What jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. It's ridiculous, right? We're here. Look, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride on one horse open sleigh. Hey! Bop, 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 bop. I always try to live life, and you'll appreciate it. it. May pretend you saw that in a movie. Like, you go by a club, may pretend there's like a window right there. People look in, and everyone's singing jingle bells. You'd be like, what the fuck? That doesn't happen in real life. Yeah, people just sit around saying, but you, you're doing it here? Oh, now you appreciate it, don't you? Oh, yeah! That's right, I run a tight ship. Why am I yelling? Why can't I be nice? I mean, not nice, but I don't want to be the guy who yells. Mops, uh, seven minutes, you can't fuck around. That's my playtime right there. That Jingle Bells was not on the, on the list. It was. Um, it actually was. I don't know, I might forget by the time I have an idea. You know, I walk to the stage. This part isn't on it. Stop the clock! But uh, mops are amazing. I don't mean it comedically, I really mean it. Here's how amazing mops are. I could go on and on and tell you, but this will say it all. You'd be like, oh yeah, like nothing's come along better than the mop to replace the mop. Now for anyone, and I know you are, I was thinking, swivel sweeper. Swivel sweeper is not, I don't even have time to get into it. To stop, it's for clean floors. I don't think it doesn't exist. It's like if you had a housekeeper come and they scrubbed your fucking floor at the end of the night, you go, oh yeah, I'm cleaning. You're sanitizing. It's not gonna get up mud and shit. Dog you know, stuff. Like, oh, yeah, with your swivel sweeper. That's just in case the owner of the swivel sweeper's here tonight. You know, say, oh, I think something's come along better than a mop. But sit down. The mop, if you're on a spaceship and uh, something spills, what do you get? The mop. That says everything. You're on a spaceship. Oh, get the mop. I guess it's... What if you were in a coma? And you came out of the coma, the first thing you wanted to see was a mop after 20 years of being in a coma. You'd be like, oh, it must be crazy fucking different. They're like, hmm. Ooh, it's pretty... You're asking for weird things, you know? He's like, what about the deli slicer? Bring one of those in here right now. All I thought about was a deli slicer. They used to be like this and go back and forth. They're going to be fucking sick different now. You're like, woo. Wow. So here's the thing that I wanted to say about that. And this is actually the whole reason I even brought it up. You're going to appreciate what I just did. You will. You're, you honestly are. You know, sometimes at a joke at the end of it, and I'm not going to blame you because you're a great audience. You hit the end of the joke. It doesn't get the laugh. What do you do? Do you go, okay, that didn't get a laugh. That happened with the back about 30 seconds ago. But I kept talking. I kept talking and talking and talking. No one felt uncomfortable. You're like, oh, he is going somewhere else with it. Because you even thought, like, was that the landing point? There's the punchline. But you're like, oh, it isn't. Because then I went, remember then when I went, I go, well, the reason I brought that up, there's no reason I brought that up. That was... That was the end of that bit right there. That was the end of that bit. So Starbucks, right? I run a tight ship. Did I get the five minute yet? No? I didn't get the two minute light. Not yet? Okay. Talk. I'm tired of these people sitting in the background like they're all shy. Oh, do I, what do I, I'm, I, is everything all right? That's no way to talk to somebody with two fake legs. That's way, no, no way to talk to anybody. My grandfather has two uh, fake legs, but real... F no, you think everything... Really? You're going to laugh right in the middle of my show like that? Ruin it? You think these people like it when you laugh loud? <laughs> they're like, all right, laugh like us. Isn't that funny that they think they're laughing the right amount, and then they look at you like, oh, that guy's a loose cannon. No, he's laughing the right amount. 
And I know, and you know it too now. That's why you're laughing. Like, yeah, why are we looking over? Oh, this guy doesn't know his gauge to laugh. No, I know it because it makes me laugh that hard when I do this stuff. I do it for myself. Yeah, that's right. I perform. I did this whole set in my house 20 minutes ago. So much fun. But no, you were. Thank you, sir. Seriously, no, thank you. Without you, I got nothing. I got nothing to live for anymore. All right, all good delight. So, um. I, I want to rip this to shreds. I caught my mom lying, by the way, and I love her, but she the whole Starbucks things with the cup comes up, and I realize what it's about. It's First of all, if you think that you can't say Merry Christmas anymore, can I talk you out of that? Because the odds are, like, I always think of rooms like this, oh, everyone pretty much agrees. Like, fuck that, you can't say anything anymore. But there's probably people right now, their shoulders go up, and they're nice people. They're like, you can't say Merry Christmas anymore. First of all, why do you want to so bad? That's my question that no one ever asks anybody. People, they're all ready to go, hey, hey, you go, you're right, people, because it's just a, a consumer move. Like, that's what I don't understand. It would be like if you had a store and somebody said, hi, Glenn, to everybody. Hi, Glenn, hi, Glenn, hi, Glenn, and all the customers are like, eh, at least he's saying hi, who gives a shit? That's how I think most people felt about Merry Christmas. Most people did, you're like, well, then what's the big fucking, why did everything get fucked up if they don't care? I, I think you might think I'm right in a second here. Most customers were like, that just, Christmas is the famous holiday, so. They just went, hey. but you say, hi, Glenn, hi, Glenn. All the customers are like, hey, how you doing? Hey, at least he's saying hi, right? And then the owner of the store goes, hey, why don't we just say hi? That includes everybody instead of hi, Glenn. And then the guy goes, oh, there's a war on Glenn. Oh, no, there's not, you dumb fuck. And the new way, how about when the new people got their own way? That included everybody. Now, if you, if you believe in God and you don't know that answer, you're full of shit. If you don't see my point right now and you believe in a God, a traditional God, and I don't change your opinion, you just may as well. Life will not go good for you. Life will not go good for you unless when I'm done my next point, you go, fuck, he's right, he's right, he's right. That, here's the thing. That buys me a second to get my place, then I find it, then I go right back forward. Um, if you do believe in a God, and you said, hey, uh, uh, you know, hey, some people say Merry Christmas, that includes a lot of people, but some people want us to say Happy Holidays, that includes the fucking planet. Which one's better? Really? We're going to make pretend he's going to go, keep saying Merry Christmas. One includes the planet. So, and by the way, when the people decided with the new cup, they went, we should include everybody. It's not like they got it and go, we'll say Happy Hanukkah now and fuck everybody. No, they're like, oh, no, no, we don't want to do that. That mirrors that behavior. I wanted to include everybody. But the other people are like, yeah, but we don't want it to fucking include you. That's what it's all about. These are the same people that don't want to stop saying retarded. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. There are people that still hold on to that. That's sad, right? That's sad. That's, that's just sad. We don't debate it anymore. Oh, what, what don't they understand? Here's what they don't understand. Oh, that person doesn't want to be synonymous for clumsy. Do you understand that? You don't? Oh, well, first of all, I don't want to yell at you. Get, uh, go to someone you love and, and learn. I'm not going to yell it out of you. You need, to, you need to find out why that's so simple and you don't understand it. That person doesn't want to be the adjective for clumsy. Do, do you understand now? You don't? Oh, that's just sad. Just that. I don't want to do the bit anymore. I'm going to stop doing the bit. I had a bit that I wrote that really clobbers those people over the head. But then I realized, what the fuck? Who am I if I'm so great? All I want to say is go get help. You need help. You don't have a good sense of what's right or wrong. You're not going to find a significant other. If you don't understand why dropping the word retarded is a good thing to do, you can't bring love into a child's life. Because to have love, you have to understand other people's needs. You can't go, oh, everyone's so PC. Yeah, maybe it's you, you dumb fuck. 
You sure it's not you? Because I think you just got corrected and you're, you're the one. Hey, you can't say anything anymore. Yeah, you can say whatever you want and be the president, so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. They always go, what, I'm not gonna be able to say anything anymore. I always wanna know what these people are saying. I can't say faggot as an adjective. I can't say retarded as an adjective. What, what else am I supposed to say? I got nothing left to talk about. So there's that. Um, but uh, my mom, nah, I don't even want to get into it. She brought it up again when I was home for Thanksgiving. I said, Mom, that's how I talk. I go, Mom, I thought we had an intelligent conversation about that and you changed your opinion on it. Because she was like, you can't say Merry Christmas. She goes, no, no, no. I go, Mom, first you can say Merry Christmas. She goes, I know. Whenever I say it at the store, they always go, thank you. I go, are you one of those people that says it? Like in arguing it like Merry Christmas she goes no 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 I go oh then I, th I said oh okay cool but inward I went she's fucking full of shit she's one of those people she's lying to me uh, because you know there are people that lie about their uh, clothes some people lie about like uh, their cause some people are afraid to admit it like you know I didn't realize that some people will not go to Target because they don't like their transgender laws just, and, but you know, don't make fun of them that's what we're supposed to do we're supposed to match that even though we don't agree with what they're fighting but there's people that go yeah you hear Target they're like way ahead of uh, you know being fair with this uh, they made mistakes in the past but with the transgender thing they're way ahead they want these people to feel kind and love and I won't fucking stand for it I ain't gonna fuck shop somewhere where they want everyone to feel love. Fuck them. I would never go into a fucking Target. They want transgender people to feel love. Fuck you. I won't have it. It won't even affect me, but I'm dumb. And these are the same people. You know what that means? That means I'm going over, but not crazy over. There's like two minutes. That's nothing to talk about. If they go, is your time went two minutes over in the show last night? We're gonna go. Oh, good story. Uh, but I've always I, the only thing good about as I get older, I'm gonna be 31 in March, and that's freaking me out. Is that if you don't turn in, if you can be more of an advocate for people that are 20 as you get older, and that's fun for me. That really is fun for me, and I believe it from my heart. And it all starts when you start turning 22. I think 22. That's when people start getting old. They're like, ah, kids, young. Stop it. Just catch yourself. Catch yourself. If you say the kids today, they're not getting dumber. It's not up for debate. I swear to you, I'm not being cocky. I hate when someone has an opinion and they go, it's a fact. No, it isn't. This is. Kids are smarter. That's the way fucking evolution works. You dumb fuck. The minute they go, oh, college is used to be a place you could go and have free thinking, but now you can't say anything anymore. Because you say dumb, dated shit. They're not getting dumber. You silly fuck. You silly fuck. You said something in front of a college audience that's kind. They're not overly kind. They're just properly kind. And you can't believe that you're the one getting dumber. So you're going to be like a sick fuck and tell a story how kids in colleges aren't smart anymore. Are you okay? Are you okay? That's not the way evolution works. Blenders get better. Kids get better. I don't debate it because it's not debatable. Oh, the kids today, they're not going to be able to read a map in five years. Good! I hope you die in front of me painlessly because I'm not a monster. You hear what? Oh, you know why they can't read a map? Because they invented a map. It's in their phone and it's in their pocket and it reads to them, okay? They can't churn butter either. All right, good night. Thank you.
Todd Glass. Yeah, man, strongly agree. You guys know what I mean? Yes. Like. <laughs> oh, man. It's just perfect. I, I, that really... <sighs> Do you guys remember when... It's hard to be a comic and talk, say anything about any comic, but I do think, like, we knew shit was starting to get really weird when Jerry Seinfeld was like, I don't play colleges because I can't figure out which words to say. And the television show Seinfeld is certainly good. But I will say, it was funny that any of us had to, do you guys remember when that happened? And it was like a huge deal and people, had to, people talked about it. It was like news. Jerry Seinfeld doesn't play colleges because, do you guys know um, what a shitty gig it is to play colleges? <laughs> It's a terrible fucking gig. Uh, not j they're sweet. The kids are sweet, but you are a little too old uh, to speak to them about what's going on in their life. And so it's genuinely challenging uh, because you're like anything that you can think of. You guys know about like casual sex and mortgages? They're like, no. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, we don't know that. Like, it's not. It's not hard because you can't say the words you want, it's, it's hard because there is a divide, there's an experience divide, and it becomes hard to do that job, and so you really have to work very hard to try to perform for an audience. Uh, you're, you get guaranteed money, uh, you get like a, you get like the, the, the college plays, pays you a certain fee, and that's why people do that job, because the money's good, because the college is paying you, it doesn't really matter how many sick tickets you sell. Uh, so people go and they work really hard to get that big uh, paycheck. And do you know who doesn't need <laughs> like any money? <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> he doesn't need any money. I love the idea of a guy being like, I can't work anymore. And you're like, yeah, you broke work. <laughs> like, I'm sorry that you, you made the best thing. <laughs> we still watch it on every channel. And so, you know, we just forgive you for any B-movies you want to make. Uh, because you just, you really did it. You know, you really did it. And I'm sorry that you can't get back out there and really put in a, you know, a taste worth elbow grease. Connecting to kids that are 40 years younger than you, but like straight up, I don't know what to say to you. Like, I got so rich that I can't work a hard that's like I bought the factory so now I can't screw the bolts together <laughs> well go to Ikea you know what I mean what I'm saying is there are other challenges and I hope that someday I get to speak to him about this I'm sure I will bring it up you know, when you're a comic and, you know, you meet kind of like a comedic legend, what you do is you go, well, I heard a news story about you. And then you sort of teach them lessons. <laughs> I'm like, well, actually.
Actually, Louie, I find your show very masculine. He's <laughs> like, oh, really? I, lo- I love constructive criticism. These are, nobody's ever had these conversations. What you do is you go, oh, you don't even look at, you go, oh, and then you just leave the room. Because <laughs> they actually own that room, because you don't, you shouldn't be in there. <laughs> Anyway, um, but I've made a good point. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys, this next comic, it's, what a, it's a, this is such a delightful uh, last show of 2016 because we've got a lot of friends on this show. This next comic is no different. She's somebody I came up with in Chicago. I love her so much, and she's on the show uh, this very night. She's right now, even. <laughs> Let's hear it right now from Mo Welch. Give it up for Mo. Keep it going for Cameron and Rhea, guys, pushing the shit out of the show. Hello. Hey. Uh, start off with a good sigh. I'm not supposed to be a stand-up comedian. I'm not supposed to be up here. Do you guys like your jobs? Like, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be a stand-up comedian. I'm supposed to be in the WNBA. (laughs) Have you heard of it? I love it. You'll find out. When I was in seventh grade, I got a women's basketball for Christmas. Immediately realized I could palm it. And I was like, all right, got it. Ball. Awesome. I also realized that I have really large hands for a female. You know what they say about a lady with big hands? Gross. I'm a feminist. You guys feminist? There you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, shave your pits. Uh, I am too. Uh, I, I, I don't mean to judge or anything, because a lot of people say, well, you're a feminist if you believe in equal pay and all that, um, which is true, of course, but I don't think you're a true feminist until you know every WNBA team. <laughs> Do you guys know the WNBA teams? Can I put you on the spot? Did you say spurts? Because <laughs> that's like the Spurs and the Sparks put together, so that counts. <laughs> Any others? Storm. Yeah. Okay. This is a good. This is a good fucking crowd. This is my crowd. Yes. Finally, some Candace Parker fans. God. Could not be more excited. Damn. I wish I wore my fucking Cheryl swoops tonight. <laughs> I think we should all learn the, the teams, though. Because what's hotter? Like, when you go on a first date, you know all the WNBA teams. Like, you're getting laid, right? <laughs> like, if you're a dude, you're going on a date with a girl, and you go there, and you're like, yeah, I just wanted to hit up this bar because I knew Minnesota was playing. She's like, oh, yeah, the Timberwolves? She's like, nah, the Lynx. <laughs> it's like, whip it out right there. I would suck it, and I'm a dyke, so... Can I say that? I don't even know. Uh, I think there's a, there's a good way to there's a good way to learn things. 
We'll see if I fuck this up. Uh, there's a good way to learn things, and it's through song. So I think I think I can do this. I'm a I'm a great singer. <laughs> I'm awesome. Awesome sauce, guys. Oh God. I'm gonna kill. <laughs> All right, so we're going to learn the WNBA teams. <clears throat> okay. L.A. Sparks and New York Liberty, Minnesota Lynx and Phoenix Mercury. You guys going to sing along with me? Okay. There we go. Indiana Fever, Dallas Wings, San Antonio Stars. <laughs> Spurs is the men's team, though. You get 50%. <laughs> Connecticut Sun. I don't know why. Connecticut Sun. <laughs> Connecticut Sun. Chicago Sky. Atlanta Dream and Seattle Storm. I don't know. <laughs> if you put all the teams into a singing list, you become a feminist. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I always wanted one of those jokes where you get claps at the end because you finished it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, this is a great night for me. God, I love the WNBA. I just feel like I'm, you're probably not going to remember any of my jokes, but you'd be like, yeah, fuck, Indiana fever, man. Like, I feel like I'm making a difference now. And it's all about me selfishly wanting to make a difference. <laughs> That's what charity is about. We can put this away. That's what that was for. Um, I just went to Wisconsin. Have you guys been there? It's awesome. Yeah. Wisconsin, uh, I went for my sister's wedding. They, they, they love meat. They love cattle, cheese, all of that. I went, and uh, I think I was probably the first person to ever have the vegetarian option at a Wisconsin wedding. <laughs> Because when I asked for the vegetarian option, I was uh, greeted with a plate full of corn. Like, like just like loose corn. <laughs> like nothing on there. Like, I can't even fucking digest this. <laughs> what do I do with this? I don't even know. Uh, you guys want to marry your mom when you were younger? Yeah. I wanted to marry my mom so hard. I did, because when, when you're younger, when you're younger, they tell you, like, when you grow up, you're going to marry who you love. And I was like, all right, I love mom. There. Which is, that's, like, cute and innocent. That's an innocent thought. And it was innocent um, until my parents got a divorce. <laughs> that shit was back on the table. I was like, oh shit, am I gonna marry mom? Is, is this gonna happen? Like my siblings would walk by, I'm like, hey, did mom say anything about me? Like, How long do you think it's gonna take for her to get over dad? Yeah. Oh. She's so hot. Okay. Uh, I have a girlfriend. Uh, yeah, thanks. She's a lesbian. Yeah, I'm working to accept it. Um, 
I, I hang out with my girlfriend a lot because that's what you do. And uh, I, I think I can do a perfect impression of her. But I also feel like it's a perfect impression of like a lot of women that I know. And probably guys. I shouldn't be sexist, but I am. Uh, <laughs> this is a joke for women. <laughs> this, is, this is an impression of my, my girlfriend in the previews at the movies. Oh, that's supposed to be good. That's supposed to be good. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see that. <laughs> oh, that's supposed to be good. I want to see that one. <laughs> that's supposed to be good. Oh, the movie's starting. I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> what? I'm from, a, I'm from a town called Normal, Illinois. <laughs> I'm from a town called Normal, Illinois, which is a very suspicious name for a town. <laughs> like, keep on passing by Normal, Illinois. Nothing weird to see here. No weird shit in Normal, Illinois. No daughters trying to marry their mom. Nothing's going on. Just keep going on. I sit in your lap for the rest of the show. You've been great. Have a good night. I was like, no, that's the men's team. And I was like, yes! No, not the re that's the regular team. Ugh. So good job, Bo. Anyway, let's keep the show going, right? Yes. This next comic is one of my favorites, not just because of his jokes, but because of his style. Please give it up for Andy Haynes. Hey, how is everybody? Oh, good. <laughs> Did I do something wrong? <laughs> you guys, this is honestly what I think you guys just thought. Oh, the patriarchy's back. That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Like, I walked out and you were like, ah, oh, that's right, men. That piece of shit. I thought we beat them. <laughs> I agree. Um... I'm, well, if it'll make you feel any better, I'm depressed. Uh, <laughs> I have depression, uh, which is fine. It's totally okay. You tell people in LA you're depressed, and they're like, oh, how do you even do it, you know? It's fine. It's fine to be sad, you guys. It's a-okay. Everybody doesn't get, it's so weird. People get so worked up over the concept of being upset for a day. Just a day of sadness. And they're like, how do you even move on? How many healers do you have? I tell people I'm depressed and I'm on antidepressants and they're fine, they're great. They do a great job. Some scientists got together and they figured out some stuff. I don't know what it is, but it's working, you know? 
And uh, it's great. I tell people in LA, and especially like if I'm in like West Hollywood or Venice, people go like this, oh my God, you cannot take those things. They're poison. And then I'm like, all right, what should I do? And they go like this, they go, here's what you need to do. It's really simple. You need to take niacin, you need to take thiamine, you need to take B1, you need to take B3, you need to take B12, take all the Bs, take the C, Ds, and Es, take fish oil, take 5-HTP, take purple reishi, take St. John's wort, wake up, drink a glass of water thoughtfully for one half hour. Take a bowl of soy milk, Almond works too. Microwave it. Put a robin's egg in it. Set it on the windowsill. Leave it alone. That's not for you. (laughs) Write your mom a gratitude list. Set it on fire. Blow it in the wind towards her home, okay? Climb a tree. Climb a tree. And just hug the tree. Get to the top of it and ask the tree how it's feeling. Get back down, meditate for six to 12 hours. I know you think you need a job, but this is more important. Buy these six crystals. They're each $1,000, okay? It's a good investment. Are you drinking alkaline water? It's like, Jesus Christ. Not everybody can just do this job of staying happy that you apparently have. Those are like the same people. Like they're they're rich. That's what that none of that stuff works. It just feels great to be rich. <laughs> That's it. They're like, honestly, since I switched to matcha, my life's changed. Like, no, you're rich. <laughs> You don't have the constant worry of money. So that's how that works. They always have like the worst ideas too for like nonprofits. They're like, me and the girls got together. Me, Blair, Bryn. <laughs> and we've started an organization that is bringing Ashtanga yoga to South Central LA. <laughs> I don't think they need that. Oh, listen, it changed my life. It helped me get over my divorce. These kids are gonna love it. I'm a, I'm a sober person. I, uh, I don't do anything. I don't do anything. Um, it's, no, it's serious. I don't have any, uh, nothing. Uh, and it's great, I love it. Um, I think it's fine if you do drugs, if it's not hurting you and stuff like that. That's fine, it, it, it's good for me. Um, but I do think weed, on like just a existential level, I think that's the right word, is bad. And here's why. Weed makes you feel great, and you're not supposed to feel great. You're supposed to feel good, sometimes, and then fine the rest of the time. That's what life is. Great is for a special occasion. Do you know how often people felt great a couple generations ago? Like once. Like they were like, I made it to America. I feel great. 
And that was it. And they were happy with it. Now you can access those same kind of emotions stoned on a Tuesday morning grocery shopping, just in pajama pants. You're just as happy as a guy who snuck on a steamliner to get a better life in America. And you're just like, whoa, Oreos makes a candy corn flavor? I have to get out of here pretty soon, but I, I wanted I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about how I, I just went to southeastern uh, Ohio, which is kind of Rhea's home homeland, and um, it was the saddest, awfulest place I've ever been. I'm trying to be like very like I'm trying like I'm very upset about the election as as we all were five weeks into the disaster that is our lives and. Um, but I'm just so mad that so many stupid people got to decide something so important. <laughs> and that's why it's not funny, so I'm not gonna say it. But um, I'll say this. Uh, I got a UTI pretty recently. <laughs> which was not ideal, because um, guys don't usually get UTIs. Here's a little secret about guys. Uh, we have no idea what is going on with our genitals. Like, none at all. Like, if anything starts to get weird down there, I go to the hospital. That's all I know. I've, my girlfriend, she knows the pH of her vagina. She's got an app that tells it cycles. She's got solutions. I don't have a solution. Like, if my dick starts to hurt, I don't, like, sit in a bowl of, like, apple cider vinegar. My dad taught me this. Don't worry. It's good. Women are like the equivalent of like people that know how to work on cars when it comes to their vaginas. <laughs> Shit can be going wrong. It's like dripping and hurting and stuff. Like you just grab like a wrench and some salve. You pop some cranberry pills. You're like, we're good to go. <laughs> My dick aches a little and I'm like, call AAA! <laughs> having a dick is like having a Toyota Camry. Like it's like a pretty reliable car, but... It's also not complicated. That's why you bought it. Like, if it breaks down, you just go to the shop. I think having a vagina must be having, like, a 1980s German sports car. <laughs> like, only you know how to start it, and you're, like, also, like, don't take it over Laurel Canyon in the summer. It'll overheat. Hey, you guys are wonderful. Thank you very much. Keep it going, Randy Hayes, you guys. Oh, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I guess that maybe that is true. I don't know how men... I don't understand. I don't know anybody. I don't know how people with penises talk about penises. Unless I'm, I'm less familiar with that. Uh, but I will say, people with vaginas often have... A big part of our lives is that our body falls out of our body. <laughs> And this starts to happen to us when we are children. We are small children, and then you have to go. Your mom goes, here's instructions. <laughs> you have to go in a room, and then maybe she's on the other side of the door. 
It's your dad, maybe. Maybe you went and bought him yourself, and you have to go, wait, wait, I'm sorry, wait. What? (laughs) And then you start to get so good at it. It's like I have contacts, and I've had contacts since I was um, in sixth grade. So, like, if I'm at the movies or something, and I get something in my eye, um, I just take my contact eye and put it in my mouth. Because it's the closest to contact solution. And then you just put it back in your eye. And this might sound disgusting. If you have contacts, you're like, yeah, of course. So now just imagine I got my period in fifth grade. So that is even one year earlier than something that I am now comfortable with if it feels like there is a boulder impeding my vision and physically blinding me, I just put it in my mouth. Like, that's how I deal with this. Can you imagine what's going on down here? I mean, you, you, have, no, you have no idea. Do you know, the other thing is, if you're a woman, you're married to another woman, like, it just very quickly, you're just talking to each other and just changing your tampons. You just are changing your tampons. You're just looking each other in the eye. You're just together. You're together. You forgot. Who gives a shit? Who cares? She knows. Sometimes people are like, I don't know. Like, other dudes be like, oh, how do I know if she's out? Can you imagine? It's a woman. You're a woman. That's a woman. You just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we did. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, every- yeah, it's everywhere. There- how are people keeping their periods a secret? That is what's weird. <laughs> I think she has her period. Like, what are you doing with it? How much toilet paper are you wrapping it in? Because you should not be flushing it. That is bad for the environment. So are you, like, is it a full mitt of toilet paper? Because they will bleed through the toilet paper. That's the thing about blood. It fucking bleeds. So you just wrap around, then you go, oh, I wonder what that is. I wonder what that red pile of toilet paper in the open t- trash is. <laughs> what is it like to not have the same body parts is I guess my question <laughs> in terms of relationships um, because I don't know what that's like. Okay, so but yeah, yes, my point is I think we're very good at it and I think it's it also there's a lot of maintenance kind of forced on us from above, you know, the sort of gods that tell us to, are you upset? Go fuck yourself. This actually happens to me. Oh, I have to cover my face just thinking about you bleeding chunks of your body. You can fucking go fuck yourself. Oh my God. No, no covering your faces. No. Eyes wide open. This is crazy that we have to hide this. This is such a bonkers thing. It happens to us all the time. Okay, so anyway, this is a really great thing to do to another comic is to sort of scream at the audience, eyes wide open! (laughs) And then that's your intro. I love that you you're cool. This person's cool because then he went, yeah. <laughs> and so that's the thing. You know, we're not we're not. It's not so distant. You just have to like sort of. You have to. 
Ladies, I think we're coming up on four to eight years of topping the shit out of men. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, we will continue uh, to have the rest of this show. First, I just want to take one moment, and uh, because it's our, our last show of the year, I just want to thank Ryan one more time, who always runs this show so well. I want to thank Hannah, our producer, who's over there, who's a new member of the team this year and has made herself invaluable. Um, and we are, and she's in the most recent issue of Hollywood Reporter because she's. A, She's a powerful lady. And then Megan, where are you, that takes our photographs. Megan's birthday is on Saturday. Yeah! Megan's been, us with, been with us for years, taking awesome photos of the show. And it's, it really does feel like a family here. Uh, those people and then all of you that come see the show again and again. And also the comics. Like, this is such a great final show of 2016 because everybody on the show is somebody that, and not only you know just respect, but like kind people. I feel like... We don't talk about this enough in comedy, that it's a community, that we know each other, these are our coworkers, and actually everybody's pretty nice to each other. And a lot of times when you get the question of what's it like being a woman in comedy, you have to sort of speak to like the meta events of like what it's like to be a woman in the world, which is like kind of shitty. Uh, but then when you, so the, the micro events of what it's like being a woman in comedy is that you have a lot of wonderful friends, uh, they give you lots of hugs, and they congratulate you on your successes, and you congratulate them, uh, and then you know them for years, and you talk about jackets. And and so that's kind of what it's like. And it really is a gift to be part of such a wonderful community. And so this next comic is somebody who's, I mean, just smiling my face off to see him backstage. And so happy to have him on the show as our final comic of 2016. Let's hear it right now for Al Jackson. Give it up for him. Come on. What up, y'all? How y'all feeling? All right? Yeah. What's up? What's up with the seating over here? You guys... It's like, we want to come to the show, but we don't want you to feel supported. We're going to sit just far enough! Uh, it's weird, man. I, uh, I looked at the lineup before uh, I, when I got the tweet about it, about the show, and just the show that everybody judges, I looked and I thought Mo Welsh was a black dude. <laughs> I was like, oh, we got two black dudes on our show. That's what's up. It's... And it's weird, because Twitter does weird shit, because my name is Al Jackson, you think that's definitely a black guy. But there, there, there's an author of, like, like, a white woman that's, like, an author for, like, 11-year-old girl books. And she's capital A, capital L, Jackson. And so, like, I'll get a lot of comedy shit, and then I'll just get, like, an 11-year-old girl, like, I love you. I'm like, delete. <laughs> Not explaining you, sister. Uh, Twitter, social media is weird as fuck. Cause my uh, my Twitter is Al Jackson, but my Instagram is Al Jackson IG. This is a random ass story, but I got time. Fuck y'all. I uh, I, did, I was doing a show in West Palm Beach, and the DJ was rapping up. It was like a 50 year old white dude. He's rapping up the interview. He goes, "All right, we got Funny Man Al Jackson here. He's got two shows tonight, 7:30, 9:30. If you can't catch him on stage, catch him on social media, on Twitter at Al Jackson, or on Instagram at Al Jackson Nig, because he just read the IG as part of my last name, and he didn't mean shit by it, but it was just crazy to see a guy's face like, oh, my career's over. I'm moving back in with my parents. But what am I, uh, this is what I'm saying is weird, man, because it happened. It happened. Uh, it's like, because I, you know, I used to teach middle school down in Miami, and now all of my students are old enough they can find me on social media, and I did something to air on Comedy Central, and one of my students hit me up on a DM, and first of all, this is all it said, because I, I don't want to fuck y'all up. Your teachers don't remember. 
Y'all, we were like five of y'all, maybe. If you did some, you had to set some fireworks off for me to remember you. But I remember this kid because if you teach seventh grade in the hood like I did in Miami, if you teach long, I taught for five years, you got like a couple kids that don't do shit. Like, and not in a way like y'all in your minds like, oh, you don't do anything. I'm talking about like handing in quizzes blank. You know what I'm saying? Like refusing to put, to, to the point where you as an adult kind of low level respect it. <laughs> Like, goddamn, you really gonna dig your heels in on this shit? I was asking other, I was like, can you do that? I guess you could do it. He wouldn't do shit. And I remember him because we had the craziest conversation that any I've ever had with a child before. Because uh, he used to he used to cut my class all the time. And uh, by the way, this is how I remember him. He hit me up. Somebody uh, I did on Comedy Central aired, and I guess he saw it. And this is all the DM said. It said, "All right, Mr. Jackson, because I used to teach science." It goes, "All right, Mr. Jackson, I see you doing your thing." <laughs> Thank you for teaching me about bones and shit. Like, that's the only conversation we've had in a decade. I swear to God, I'm not, who could make that up? I would make everyone make it funnier if I had made that up. And so, the reason I remembered him is because he used to cut my class all the time, and it fucking made me so mad. And one day I snapped, because I knew where he was. He was at his girlfriend's class. And so one day I left my class with the TA, and I went up, I knew where he was, and he kissed his girlfriend on the cheek, and he pivoted to leave, and I was standing right there. I was like, yeah, what's up, TJ? And I was like, you haven't handed in anything since any time. And if you don't write words down on paper and give it to me, we don't have a relationship. And this kid looked me right in the face, this Miami in the hood, he goes, Mr. Jackson, how am I supposed to do my work with all these hoes on my dick? Said it right to my face. To my face. And it's funny now in a comedic setting. Have you ever had somebody say that to you at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday? Just dead serious. Look at me in the face. And I realized, like, that's how you sell used cars. People's looking at me in the eye. That shit was working on me. I was like, fuck. There are a lot of girls. This poor kid has only got one dick. I'll give you till Friday. My kids were awesome. And, I, like, I, you know, I got experience with, like, you know, middle school kids. I got nephews now. I went home to my hometown of Cleveland. I was playing Hilarity's my favorite club. Yeah, yes, you can clap for Cleveland. And uh, world champs LeBron James in this bitch. Uh, I like to say that into a microphone. Uh, and, I, you know, my mom uh, raised, helps uh, my sisters raise my, uh, raise my nephews. I have twin nephews, uh, Kevin and Devin. Uh, that's their names. And people always laugh. You can laugh. They're alive. It doesn't matter. They're real people. They're fine. Uh, but I go and I go, I hang out. And, like, I don't know who else is with me. Like, I travel with my iPad, but I don't only watch movies on. I think iPads are stupid. I don't have time to get in. I got seven minutes. Uh, I think iPads are the dumbest thing ever. But I watch movies on them, and I don't use them on, when I'm on the ground. And so I get to Cleveland, and I didn't realize, like, leaving an iPad around two horny 15-year-olds, you might as well just leave, like, a sex rectangle. Like, that's all. <laughs> Kevin took my iPad, because he's the worst of the two. He took my iPad, and he lit that bitch up. <laughs> like, lit it up. Lit it up, but you forget he's horny, but not tech-savvy. So he didn't know that you don't need to open a new box to look for more porn. So I just had 27 tabs of poorly looked for porn. Because you forget, like, every dude, there's some dudes in this room, like, we all, every dude, I know y'all ain't going to respond, that's fine, but, you know, you go on porn. Every dude knows their keywords. What y'all laughing at? I just said keywords. I ain't say shit, you know your keyword. 
Everybody knows what your key words are, but you forget my cousin, he's my nephew, he's 15. He doesn't know, like, he's not a dirtbag yet, so he don't know. So he was just looking up stuff that he thought sounded adult and sexual. So one thing he looked up, it just said, muscle butts. Like, that's all it said. It just said muscle butts. And it was so funny. I looked at another one, and it just said strong moms. I was like, I think that's an outreach program. I don't think that's going to be a lot of jacket material, but you do what you do. And so... This must have happened, because I don't make up shit. At some point, he must have been fucking my iPad and left it, and it locked, and my code came up, and he don't know my code. So the only thing left to do is give your uncle his iPad back. But with no heads up to me, so cut to me on a Delta flight home. Casually keying in. You know, like that mid-flight, like, I'm gonna watch the rest of this. And it was just like, I keyed in, and there was a white lady in the middle seat and I was thinking about her safety like as soon as I keyed in it was just dick and I just put it towards the window like too much dick like it was just like I put it right against the window and I, was, I felt like a hero there was so much porn it was like a terrorist thing like enough to divert the flight so we I didn't even make it I got the Phoenix got to my layover and I just called my mom and like first because you know he stayed with my mom and my first thing I, I was just like put Kevin on the phone and first of all he's been waiting on this phone call for about six hours now like he knows what this is in regards to so and this how I knew he knew he fucked up because he just took the phone and he just goes, hold on. You know what I'm saying? Because he got to get away from my mom, you know, to go to another room. And he goes in the bathroom because it gets all echoey and it's all he's saying. This is how cool he was. He goes, goes sorry, bro. Like, I, was like, I was like, I ain't mad. I just want to talk to you about your key words. You got to throw some Latinas in there. You're going to get shit with strong moms. And I'm your uncle, not your daddy. Do I have time to tell this, the black kid story real quick? Do I have three minutes? Or no? Do, do I have time? Like, no? Uh, no, I already asked. No, it's weird. All right, I'm gonna get up the stage now. Thank y'all so much. All right. Love you. Al Jackson, you guys. You just have to come back the next time he's on the show and hear the stories. God, that was funny as shit. <laughs> My favorite uh, part was I just put it on the window. <laughs> I'm gonna do that all the time now. Put it on the window. Oh my god, yes. Put it on the window. That's like when we accidentally started watching Fifty Shades of Grey. On a plane. On a plane. Because like, I just think oh, right. we, that's this movie. We just had a mental block and forgot what the movie was. And then there was a flight attendant like, can I get you a blur? What the fuck? And you're like, I am sorry. Also, I don't agree with this relationship model. This isn't how this, this works. This is not real BDSM. This is not, this is a very atypical BDSM relationship. It's also not BDSM. No. It That's is not a misrepresentation. You guys, listen, what a wonderful show. Let's hear from all the comics. Thank you uh, for being you in 2016. Uh, we will see you next year. That's Rhea Butcher. That's Cameron Esposito. Take care of yourselves. Thanks, you guys. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together.
This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, Jazos. <laughs> Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.